encouraging word with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here's David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. When I think of the heroes of the faith, I think of the many people who had an impact on me to open my heart to Christ. Two key people that I can name are my parents, Joe and Edith Ravel. My dad went home to be with the Lord in 1988, and I talked to my mom, who lives in Iowa, every week. My dad served as senior pastor in the church I grew up in from 1962 to 1988 when the Lord called him home. Mom and dad never gained notoriety on this earth, yet in heaven their love and faithfulness, along with countless others, is very well known. In the kingdom of God, there are and have been some very well-known preachers and leaders throughout history who've been used mightily. I'm also convinced there are and have been preachers and leaders who will never stand on the world stage and become well-known on this earth. They love the Lord with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. They love people. They are faithful and devoted. They remain true to the gospel. They are making an eternal difference for God's glory, yet they are leading in obscurity. In this episode, I'd like to focus on the unsung heroes of the faith. It is tempting to look across the street, down the road, or on the other side of town and begin thinking that Pastor Smith of XYZ Church leads and shepherds his flock so effortlessly. He always gets the call to community events. He's the sought-after pastor and on and on. If I had his staff or his leadership team, his salary, etc., I could lead in the same manner. First of all, we do not fully know what other pastors have endured, what they've walked through that has molded and shaped them for what God has entrusted to them at this time in their life and ministry. Second, we must understand that God places some of us in a tough calling according to his divine plan and supernatural wisdom. We must not look around at others. We must look to Jesus and learn from the one who had the ultimate tough calling. This is a reason we must, as Paul wrote in Philippians 4.11, to learn to be content in whatever circumstances I am. Jealousy is a bitter root that tends to eat away and eventually destroy the one who gives in to it. 
Envy and jealousy are a lack of trust in God's divine wisdom and his plan for our lives. In reality, we are questioning whether or not he truly knows best as he positions us to serve in his kingdom. So let me ask this question. Am I willing to serve in obscurity? I believe we can answer yes if our passion in serving is to lift up Jesus and bring glory to his holy name. He must increase, but I must decrease, as it says in John 3.30. You know, just as envy and jealousy displease the Lord, so does boasting and arrogance. If we lift ourselves up, if we look around, yet in the opposite of jealousy, as if we are superior to other brothers and sisters because of our calling or our education or our position, this will eat away and eventually destroy the one who gives in to it. This is what brings leaders down. In 1 Peter 5.5, 5, we know it says that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. It is so very crucial that we make Jesus the focus and foundation of our life and ministry. When he is, envy and jealousy, boasting and arrogance are all driven away, and we accept our calling, even one that is tough and obscure, with humility, joy, endurance, and a heart of thanksgiving. We know that the majority of pastors throughout history, and even today, serve in obscurity. They're not invited to be the conference speaker or the revival preacher, nor do they write best-selling books. So how do we stay encouraged and maintain a heart of contentment and serve with endurance, joy, and passion? Well, actually, this can be answered with one word, one name, the name above every name, Jesus. I don't say this as a cliché. I love how Paul says it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1-5. through 5. He writes, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but the power of God. These verses have always been so encouraging for me. See, when Jesus is our reason for living, for leading, for ministering in any way, our hearts are content. We are joyful even during trying times. Complaining, frustration, discontent, pride, and jealousy, they're all swept away because we know that it's his church. Ministry is God's work that we have the joy and privilege of doing in his wisdom and his strength. I love what Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 5-14. through 14. He says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, 
nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed to him until that day. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. What a powerful word. What a powerful promise. To any pastor who's feeling discouraged, maybe you're thinking, I pastor such a small church and I'm so insignificant. Am I really making a difference? Let me tell you today that you are making a difference. Every called servant of God who follows the Lord in obedience is making a difference for his glory that will last for eternity. I want to challenge you to not give up. I speak to all pastors, no matter the size of your church or if you're in between works and you're seeking God to direct you to a church where you can serve and shepherd the flock. Stand firm, fan into flame the gift of God and let him do that mighty work that only he can do in your heart and in your mind. As we read, hold fast the pattern of sound words which you've heard, in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus, that good thing that was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. That's the foundation on which we stand. May we be reminded of this each new day as we fulfill our calling, and whether or not we are well known on this earth All faithful servants will hear these words that we're longing to hear on that last day. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter the joy of your master. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for the soundness of your word. We thank you, Lord, for each called servant. We pray for those that might be struggling with discouragement or insignificance. Lord, we are significant because Jesus has called us. Our significance, our identity is found only in Christ. And so I pray, Lord, that you would encourage pastors all throughout this land today. Help us, Lord, to stand firm on your word. Help us to fulfill our calling and help us to preach the gospel with love, power, and authority. Lord, I pray that this would be a new day for the church, that we would rise up and we would stand and we would be the example. May we rely on the Holy Spirit in all that we do, and may Jesus be the reason we live the reason we lead, and the reason we minister to hurting people. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. 
You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart.